Uh, Kayla Ard, the head coach of the Utah State women's basketball team, uh, she's, I believe, entering her third year as uh, head coach of the team. Um, they were in the preseason poll. They were uh, picked to finish uh, last in the in the Mountain West. But uh, from what I understand, it, Kayla, uh, from hearing your comments at media days, uh, y- you weren't too put out about that. No, we uh, we kind of expected that. I mean, we got a brand new roster. You know, going into my third season, kind of feels like my second season. My first season was COVID, so. Um, I don't want to say I don't claim that one, but that was a very interesting year for everybody. So um, we didn't really get to play our whole season. But last year definitely felt like a, a true first year, and um, we've had a lot of turnover. And, uh, you know, we're just um, we're still building. You know, feel really good about the team that we have this year, feel great about the staff that we have. But we kind of expected to be picked 11. Nobody has any idea what we have um, except for us. And so we're okay with that. And the, and the team that we have has a huge chip on their shoulder, so I think it just fueled them a little bit more. So – um, we're actually kind of using it as a motivational piece, so it's it's actually been really good for us. Now, Coach, I know you had a lot of players graduate a year ago, and you lost a lot of experience that way, but then there was a bunch of other players who transferred. Uh, I mean, this is, this is really crazy to have 14 new players on a roster. I mean, can you – I mean, wrap your head around – and help us understand like how that happened, how that unfolded, having to have so many new new faces on your roster. Yeah, we actually have twelve new players, um, but but it's uh, I think it's twofold. I think when you take over a new program, um, some of that's expected. And like I said, after that first year, it was COVID. So um, you know, a new coach comes in, and sometimes they want to keep some of the pieces, and some of the pieces don't fit that great, and and vice versa with the players. You know, those players didn't get recruited by me, and. Um, they want to go play for a coach that recruited them, that that um, that chose them, and and so I get that. It's a uh, it's a two way street. Um, I also think it's a learning experience. You know, as as you go from the assistant coach seat to the head coaching seat, I think it's a learning experience. And I spoke about that on media day as well, um, navigating through that. And um, I've became a lot better coach in the past two years um, in every facet. And um, I'm grateful for both of those years. I'm grateful for all those players that we had, and and wish them the best. Obviously, that aren't here anymore, but. Um, we're focused on the ones that are here and that do want to be here, and, and um, we're excited about them. Like I said, we got a lot of talent, and I think it's, um, you know, it's kind of expected when you get new staff in that, that some players choose to be there and, not, and choose not to be there. So we're just um, we're just taking it from where we're at right now and, and moving forward, and um, we're excited about the future and uh, and what we've put together here. So we're looking forward to the season starting. So, coach, I guess the, as a follow up to that, I mean, I, I would I would suspect. You know, team building is something that every coach does every year to try to create a bond and familiarity and camaraderie with any team any year. But certainly for, for you and your staff, probably more important this year than, than just about any that you've been involved with. Yeah, we spent a lot of time doing a lot of team stuff. Um, like I mentioned, 12 new players, mixing them together with two returners. Um, you know, And uh, we've just done a lot of stuff off the court that, that doesn't have anything to do with basketball. Just letting them get to know each other. Um, we also have new faces on the coaching staff. So you're just putting a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds um, together. And I think anytime you do that, you know, you got to get to know one another. And um, so we spent a ton of time doing that off the basketball court. And it's paid off for us on the court. You know, our, I see our chemistry building every day. And I think that that comes from a lot of the things that we've done off the court. Just just learning to understand one another. You know, like I said, different backgrounds. you got to learn how to understand and respect each other. And with that comes loving each other. And so 
we spend a ton of time doing that, um, and we'll continue to do that as we navigate through the season. But uh, we're in a good place right now, and it's, like I said, carried over to the court for us. So we're just excited to see what we can do when season tips off. So, you know, I've kind of been trying to figure out some of this team, uh, you know, from an outside perspective, and it's kind of tricky for me, you know, I said the, the 12 new players, but when I've gathered this kind of three guards, I think, in the backcourt that have been brought up, and I think you brought them up in media days, and I've seen their names around. I believe Christina, Oliva, Tamia Robinson, and Mar- Maria Cavallo. I- I- I'm pretty sure I butchered those names. I apologize. but No, that was pretty good, actually. That was pretty good. <laughs> so, so it seems like those three could end up being, I don't know if backbone is the right term, but just you know, leaders uh, you know, on the court. Is, is that kind of what's going on? I guess kind of fill me in on where I'm wrong there. Yeah, no, um, pretty good assessment there. I'd say, you know, Maria's our, our point guard and, um, you know, four really good years at Utah Valley, got some uh, conference honors there. And um, on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, she was on the defensive team in the WAC. And so um, comes with a lot of IQ and uh, really good passer, you know, has a lot of assists. She can also score it. Um, great defender. So, you know, she'll be at our point guard position. And uh, Tamia Robinson was a junior college All-American, so she can score it on all three levels, really good defender. A very, very athletic player. Um, Chris Oliva had a great year at her junior college. Um, Big-time scorer. You know, she's she's a really good shooter. Um, we really like what she's doing. But but also, you know, Olivia Wickstrom's our returner for us. Just huge, huge high motor. Um, and she's a big piece of our defense as well as, um, you know, her ability to score the basketball. And then Kenley Foslov, obviously, a, uh, a really good shooter. So we're looking forward to, to getting her out there more and, um, she would be really mad at me right now, actually. Kenley false of Wittkaiser. I'm real sorry if she's listening there, but she just got married. So I would be in big trouble by her and Matt if I didn't mention that last name. But, uh, but no, we're excited about all those guys. And, and um, you know, we, we have some other guards as well that are going to help us. But I would say those three that you mentioned um, obviously are, are out there quite a bit. But, you know, I, w- I wouldn't uh, sleep on Kenley or Liv. I think both of those guys are going to be big contributors for us as well. Coach, with the, the putting a, a – really completely almost completely new roster like this does it allow you to adjust the style of play that you want to do uh or is it still just i am going to run my my offense and my defense kind of based on what my talent is or does this team that you've been able to put together more in line with how you really want to execute a basketball game yeah, no, definitely more in line. Um, and, um, you know, to that point, like I said earlier, I think going from the assistant chair to the head coaching chair, there's a, you know, there's a learning curve. And one thing that I've really learned is don't be so stubborn to make changes, you know, based on your personnel. And so my first year, again, it was during COVID, but we just ran the same thing, makes misses, and I really wanted to run this transition stuff. And we didn't really have the personnel to do that. And I think in my second year, about halfway through the year, when we started to improve and really get um, pretty good at the end of the season last year, it was because we, we slowed the ball down a little bit offensively on uh, made baskets and kind of started running certain sets, trying to get the ball in certain people's hands, kind of manipulating the game a little bit. Um, we made a few changes on defense as well, and we started to become a better basketball team, more consistent, um, better execution on the offensive end, better efficiency on the offensive end. And so we're going to actually stick with that. Um, we are going to continue to do that as we watched it work in the Mountain West. Um, so I'm definitely not that person that's so stubborn that I want to keep doing the same thing. If it's not working, I want to change it. I don't really care what it takes. I just want to win more games. So, um, you know, I've got, like I said, a good staff in here, and we got um, two of our coaches over our defense, and they've brought a lot of ideas in that we're using this year. And so that's been really fun to watch that as well because I've always been an offensive-minded coach. But just these guys make me think a little differently, and, and um, we've taken a lot of their ideas and, 
and really put it out there um, on the defensive end of the floor. And so um, our defense will look a lot different this year. We actually um, have personnel to run the defense that we want to run as well. So to your point, um, yeah, we, we definitely changed a few things. We're sticking with some things that we saw work last year toward the end of the year. And, um, but the personnel definitely fits better uh, what we're trying to do on both sides of the ball offensively and defensively. So kind of one thing I, I've noticed about uh, teams in years past, and this even predates, uh, you know, when you came in, Utah State's not had a lot of shooting uh, on their teams, um, but it feels like, you know, some of the players incoming, some of the numbers I've seen from them, you know, it looks like you have several decent shooters that have come in should be able to space the floor. Like, do you feel like that can really help expand your offense? Yeah, I'm afraid to I'm afraid to say that out loud and jinx it, but we've been shooting the ball pretty well. Um, I sure hope that continues. We'll find out. We have an exhibition game on the 28th, and we'll find out if that keeps going for us. But we definitely do have some shooters on the team, and like I said, getting Kinley in there more. Uh, she's a, a you know a three point specialist, obviously. So having players around that can create shots for shooters like that, I think, is also a big thing. So you know, Maria, Tamia, those guys can really create shots for shooters and find them on the floor and get them open. Um, because they're so good off the bounce. And so I think uh, being able to take advantage of some of the shooters that we have had on the on the roster is going to be helpful for us as well. But um, knock on wood, yes, I, I think we'll be pretty good from three. Uh, I, I hope that continues for us. Utah State women's basketball head coach Kayla Ard joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, you've got a really fun event going on tonight where fans can get to know these, all these new players and who you have and uh, what this team might look like for this upcoming season. Uh, it's going to be at the Estes Center, or Club Estes, as it's commonly being referred to these days. Uh, t- there's some giveaways. There's going to be some special guests besides just the, U- the women's basketball team. Uh, explain to folks what's going on tonight. Yeah, so it's uh, Aggie Madness, um, which you said, doors open at 6 p.m. tonight. Uh, the event starts at 7, but we're, we're there. they have free tacos um, starting at 6 p.m. Um, I think there's like 500 free tacos that they're giving away. You had me at free um, tacos. Do what? <laughs> you had me at free tacos. You'll be there. All right, I'll see you there. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then there's um, we're giving away free shirts to anybody that shows up. They're, they're Spectrum Magic Game Day shirts, and we're giving those away. Um, and uh, like you said, we have a lot of uh, guests coming. So Blake Anderson, our football coach, is coming to give away an autographed football. Um, so he'll be there to speak to the crowd. Ryan Odom, men's basketball coach, will be there to give away a signed basketball. And then uh, Aggie legend J.C. Carroll will be there to give away an autographed jersey. So um, those three guys are coming out and helping us. And uh, we're, we got a um, half-court shot for $10,000. So three USU students will get a shot at that. Um, so if somebody makes it, they can take home $10,000, and uh, I did this last year, so it's kind of a little tradition that I, I've kind of tried to start here, and um, I am giving away $500 cash to a Utah State student tonight. We did it last year, and um, and it kind of got things going, but it's really just so the, the students at Utah State and the fan base in the in Cash Valley to say thank you for, for the support, you know, since I've got here. I want them to know that they have somebody leading this program here that's that's giving it all they got and it hadn't been perfect but we're going to keep working until we get to where we want to be and um that that cares about the fan base and that cares about the students and appreciates them and so um that's why i do it and um that's that's why we're doing it tonight like you said to get to know the students but it's going to be fun it's going to be a white versus blue scrimmage you'll get to see the players a little bit but be very interactive there's a ton of t-shirt giveaways and and cash giveaways and crumble cookie and and tacos and everything else so it should be a really fun event but um it's free to the public free admission like i said doors open at six event starts at seven so hopefully we get a good turnout and uh you get to know the team a little bit yeah i know there's been good turnout with some of the some of the times i've come i wasn't able to go last year but i know i've been to some of these events and usually a lot of fun 
Um, kind of one one more question for me. I know I mentioned some of the guards. I was able to kind of parse some things out. But as far as the front court, I, I have not been able to figure out what's going on there. Um, just kind of enlighten me, you know, who are the, the names to watch as far as the front court, you know, forward and center whatnot, who's going to maybe step up in that department? Yeah, um, lucky for us, we're having quite the battle there um, at those positions, so that's a good problem to have as a, as a coach. Um, but a lot of people, I think we're going to be rotating quite a bit um, in the post positions. You know, uh, Abby Wall has been extremely consistent for us. Um, she's a transfer. She's in her fifth year. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we you know we lost a lot of like fifth year kids with them graduating, but we also have five fifth year kids. So we have quite a bit of experience out there, and Abby is one of them. Um, I think you'll see her out on the court quite a bit. Um, Prima is another very athletic um, post player for us, um, also a fifth year kid. I think she's going to contribute a lot for us. Um, Ashaya is another one, just really really talented. Um, she was a junior college all American as well, um, and so. She's, she's going to contribute quite a bit for us. Um, Olivia Mason is another one. And, um, y- you know, she's um, just a really, really good rebounder um, and, a, and a good defender. Um, and then uh, Mason Kimball is um, really, really good, really good. She gets special floor shooter from three rebound. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of battling going on there at that post spot. So um, lucky for us, that's a good problem to have. And, uh We'll see how it all works out, but I expect us to be rotating quite a bit, those positions, trying to keep a fresh feet out there. But we have a lot of talent um, in those positions, so we'll see how it shakes down when we get closer to games. Coach, you alluded to the fact that you've got an exhibition game coming up on Friday, and where do you feel like the, the greatest areas of emphasis are still, need, are still needed to be addressed with your team getting ready for that first exhibition game? Yeah, I think, you know, especially with this many new players, I think working out the kinks and uh, working out the nerves. I mean, these kids haven't played in Spectrum yet. And uh, and so I think having an exhibition game in there is fun to get used to. People that are going to be in there, the PA announcer, just the little things like that, just working out those kind of kinks. But our biggest focus is, is on us and making sure that we execute the same way. Um, you know, if we're playing in the Mountain West Championship game or if we're playing an exhibition game, I want to execute the same way. I want us to be sharp. I want us to be focused. Um, I want us to have good, positive energy out there. And, and just I want to put a product on the floor that the fans like to see. We're going to play hard. Um, we have a group of people that love basketball that play hard. So our energy is going to be high. We're going to push the pace on offense when we can. And, uh, and we're going to be a lot better defensively. So one huge focus area for us in the offseason has definitely been defense. We've been very, very bad on defense. And uh, I put a lot of that on me. Um, I've always been offensive-minded. But we're really focused on defense. And so I would like to see us hold teams. Um, you know, down on their scoring average and, and just really get up and defend and get some steals. You know, we had a really successful close scrimmage and, and did well on the defensive end, so I'd like to see that continue. So defense is definitely a big focus area for us right now. So I know I, I said one more last time, but I did have one question because, you, know, <laughs> you know, I've been following, following the team for, you know, several years since I've been up here, basically, uh, and, and it seems like the last few years, like, there's optimism coming in, and it feels like, you know, the team's going to turn a corner, and hasn't quite happened yet. So I guess just the question is like, what's different about this team that you feel like, you know, that, that's changed and that will allow this team to finally, you know, show some improvements in in, in the win loss column. Yeah, I think that's twofold. I think um, one of the one of those answers is me. Um, like I said, I think I've become a better coach, a better person um, over the last couple of years, just learning from the players that we did have here, and um, I, I think I've matured into this role quite a bit, and and. Um, learned what these players need from me um, as, a, as a human, as a person, more so than a coach. 
And, uh, and so that's been a huge focus of mine, just making sure these players know that I love them, understand that I love them, understand I'm going to be there for them no matter what, and they all know that. Um, and so my second answer, that would be our culture. Um, that's, and that carry, again, that starts with me. And so we have a really, really special culture right now going. So I think for us to continue to have that hype around basketball, you know, we got to win games. And to win games, we have to continue this culture. Um, that we just love each other, we care about each other, we're going to stay together no matter what. And the kids know that I care about them, and I'm getting that in return from them. And so I think those are the biggest things um, that have to stay consistent for us to get over that hump. And I agree, you know, it's been, there's been all this hype right when I get here. And then COVID hits, and it's kind of like, eh. You know, it kind of drops down a little bit. It was a weird year. And then last year, you know, the hype is there again. And then I thought we underachieved last year. And so um, I'm always going to put that on me no matter what. I'm going to put that on me. So um, I think it has to start with me, and I have to be consistent with these girls, positive every single day, just keep working to get better. But I like our odds this year. Um, I really do. I like our odds, and I think we got a lot of players that love basketball, like I said, and, and we got a staff that's working their butt off. Um, i got a really, really great staff, and, um, just both sides of the ball are getting coached. And so I think what will get us over that hump this year is our culture, our love for each other, and like I mentioned before, the defensive side of the, the ball, um, I think in this league in Mountain West, you got to play defense. And we haven't done that very good, and I think we're going to be a lot better on the defensive side of the ball. So you guys stick with us. We're going to get there. I promise you we're going to keep working. Um, but I hope the hype is there again, and, uh, and hopefully we can own up to it this year and get over that hump for, for our fans this year. All right, head coach Kayla Ard, coach of the Utah State women's basketball team. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Thanks, coach. Yeah, Aggie Madness tonight in the Club Estes, the Wayne Estes Center. Uh, doors open at 6, free tacos, a lot of other free giveaways, free T-shirts, a chance to win a bunch of money with a half-court shot. Uh, it's going to be a, a big party there. Uh, Billy Anderson will be there. Ryan Odom will be there. J.C. Carroll will be there. Uh, to kick off the start of, uh, well, not really to kick it off. I mean, it's been going for a while. But this is a great chance for folks to see uh, this Utah State women's basketball team. And then they have an exhibition game Friday in the Spectrum. Fort Lewis College coming to town. That will tip off 6 o'clock on Friday night.